Hey all you fitness junkies, this is George with American Medical Wellness. Have you ever thought about being a better you, actually getting in better shape, optimizing your performance in the gym, losing body fat, gaining muscle? We at American Medical Wellness are experts in helping you with all these things. So please give us a call, 702-347-7000, or visit our website at AmericanMedicalWellness.com. What's up, FitFam? This is Giovanni of Gio's Logic, your host of Fitness Junkies. I hope this show meets you in good health and spirits, and if not, I hope it inspires you to do something about it. Well, before we get into this episode, I'm so excited. This young lady flew a long way to be here. For me, no, well, not just for me. <laughs> She's here to be in Vegas. But anyway, um, let's roll that clip. Now you understand why I'm excited. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. To Thank Sticky you. Paw Studios. We did this. We did it, finally. Wow. This has been a long time coming. Yes, yes. Um, how was the flight? It was great. I fell asleep because I couldn't work. Good, good. I was not working. And you're staying on the strip? I am. Okay, nice. I, I'm obsessed with this strip. Are you? I, I love all the lights, the yeah. bustling. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. We hate it here, living here, because <laughs> it's always traffic. It's a pain in the ass. Um, so the story is, I saw this girl on Instagram and was so impressed. And she's got such an inspiring story. Um, I just had to get her all the way from Florida, all the way from Miami. And um, so let, I'm going to let you tell your story. Um, everyone that sits in that chair has a fitness journey. Um, we can go all the way back to your childhood, where did it start, and how did you get to where you are now? Um, growing up, I was always involved in some sort of sport, whether it was running track, sprints. I did ballet for 21 years. So I've always been pretty active. Um, fast forward through college, did ballet only, become an adult. You kind of just go with the trends. CrossFit was my trend. Uh, Thought I was going to be the next Reebok sponsored athlete, right? Oh, you went that far. Oh, <laughs> I'm wow. An, I'm an all out girl. Okay. <laughs> I'm an all out. Then it became yoga. 
Okay. And I wanted to move to Rishikesh and become a yogi. Wow. You see the pattern here. Yes. You see, yes. I, 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 I don't half-ass anything. So <laughs> then on from there, I did bar. I did Pilates. And I was a nurse. Everything shut down. COVID. Right. Right. Um, I had just recently gone through a divorce. And when I say recent, it was literally like divorce ended December. COVID started, what, February or mm-hmm. March? And I was in the ICU losing my mind because I need movement, right? And so I found this little gym that I could go into and just work out. You had to make an appointment. You had to stick by your appointment time, only two people allowed at a time. And the owner would see me come in and work out really hard. And he was like, you, you want to compete? And I was like, you know what? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I had seen his wife online and found him and found the gym. And, and he said, let's give it a shot. What do you have to lose? And I said, okay. That was like October of 2021. Okay. Right? Uh, and then, no, 2020. Okay. October of 2020. December comes around and he's like, you're joking. You don't want to compete. And I was like, oh, I do, I do. Finally, he made me like a dare, right? So I'm one of those people, don't dare me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will follow through. So January, I picked a show. March, I did my very first show. Wow. Swept the show. And I literally remember the, the head judge, Tim Gardner, saying, I've never seen you before. I know this is your first show because you did True Novice. What are your plans after this? And I'm like, I think my coach is going to let me have a burger. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, no, I meant, what are your plans with this? And I was like, oh, this was just for giggles, you know. <laughs> and he said, well, that would be a shame. Wow. And I thought to myself. Okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I started researching and I'm like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it all the way. Pro card, Olympia, everything. Because wow. I'm that all or nothing Right, <laughs> right. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, so you won the first show. I won the first show. And then when did you get your pro card? So I won the first show in March. I did a second show, uh, Southern States in July. I came second in that show. Again, Tim Gardner walked up to me and he said, what are you doing here? And I said, you said to keep going. He's like, you need to go to nationals. You're already nationally yeah, qualified. What are you doing and I'm like... <laughs> I'm, I'm like, but w- but I've only done one show. He's like, you need to go to nationals. I don't want to see you on another stage. Go to nationals. And I'm like, it's crazy. <laughs> so that's literally what I did. I did hired you have a, a new coach. Okay, okay, okay. I hired a new coach because he did tell me, get with somebody who knows, you know, your your division. So I was like, okay. I reached out to Jamie D. Bernard. At first, she couldn't. Then she reached back out to me after seeing me at Southern States and said, I'm going to coach you personally. And what team is that, Jamie's team? Fit Body Fusion. Yeah, Fit Body Fusion. Fit Body Fusion. I've been trying to get Jamie on here, too. (laughs) Well, with her, I'm trying to get her when she's coming in for another show that's here. And, like, getting the time has been so difficult. She's a busy woman. She's a busy woman. We'll get her. (laughs) So I I went to Nationals North Americans uh, that September 3rd. And won two pro cards. 
Wow, that quick. I know. Wow. I know. I knew you were special when I saw you. <laughs> I know. You were like on me like from early. <laughs> I was like, this guy believes in me. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're something special. Um, so let's dig a little bit deeper into your journey because you. I think you probably missed a few um, inspiring moments. What, since fitness has been such a part of your life and dance... What does that mean to you? Like, how does that show up in your life, in your body, in in your relationships? So um, this sport is one of perfecting yourself, not perfecting, bettering yourself. And I think that spills over very much into other areas of your life. So when I went through my divorce, it didn't hit me going through my divorce, right? But it certainly hit me in the gym. Mm that space to be alone with your thoughts and feel physical pain, but sometimes feel it inside knowing that there's an emotional component to this. Mm. And I actually used my time in the gym to heal, nice. to be introspective. Nice. But then it brought me to another place because as I was being introspective, as I was bettering myself physique-wise, I started realizing the things that make me tick. What do I need? What do I want? Who am I? And how do I better myself? Not just this physique, right? Mm. When I heal, how do I better myself? How do I become a better person, a better mother, a better nurse? All of the things around me. And so that's the component that has bled into other areas of my life, specifically from this sport, mm. right? Mm. When you're in the gym, I like to tell my clients, that's your time to work on you. It's dedicated to you. Mm. Don't let anybody cheat you mm. of that time. Are you going to let somebody cheat you out of what is yours? Right, right. Fight for what's yours. Right. So, Especially moms and single moms, oh. especially... <laughs> that's like a that, that's like my heart right there yeah you, you talk about single moms were you raised by a single yeah. mom yeah <laughs> it, it takes a lot um and I, I have so many moms that come to me that are single moms that are like how do you do it and i i am very authentic it's not easy no. no it's not easy but gosh is it worth it yeah when my kids look at me and they think i'm a superhero <laughs> they're like my mom's a superwoman you know I am emulating what I want them to be like. I want them to even be better than me, mm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, but they are my pride and joy for mm. sure. Yeah. For sure. So let's get some details here. Yes. Um, what's your nationality? What you're... So I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. A tiny island in the Caribbean. It's like literally the last island in the Caribbean chain. I've heard of it. Super close to Venezuela. Okay. Um, and so, uh, do you consider yourself a black woman? What, uh, are you, I do. Uh, like, I do consider myself a black woman. Um, I think because that's the way I was raised, kay. right? Uh, if I were to really say ethnicity-wise, my mom is is mixed. My dad okay. is mixed. Okay. I just like to say I have a lot of black in me. <laughs> I'm black. I get to choose what I am, right? Right. right. So my dad is actually. Um, his mom was 100% Arawak Indian. She was Carib. Oh, wow. Um, and his dad was black. Okay. So my dad's, 
you know, mixed. And my mom, her dad was half um, Scottish German and her mom was black. So mm. it's like a, a melting pot. Yeah, you are. But if you ask me, I'm a proud black woman. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, and I've been trying to get more black athletes on the show. Um, and uh, so I'm really pleased that you've made some time to come represent. Thank you. Um, so are you still nursing? I recently became a nurse practitioner. Okay. With a particular company? No. Um, so I'm in acute care. So okay. with n nurse practitioner, it's like you go from being an RN to a master's degree nurse, which is uh, acute care, which is a nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. And then you can become a DNP, which is doctor of nursing practice. But mm -hmm. I have no desire to become a DNP. Okay. So. And um, I want to talk a little bit about the um, sick care industry you're in. Mm -hmm. um, and the lack of healthy representatives in that industry, um, they must think of you as like a, <laughs> a superhero as well. Um, what do you think? What is going on? Like why? It's like hospitals have the worst food. Um, half the people, if not more, are either overweight or obese. And it's like you're supposed to be the beacons of health. Yeah. What's going on? It's it's so disheartening, right? Because you get into the healthcare industry because you want to help people take care of their health. Mm -hmm. And then when you're on the inside of it, you see how rundown employees are that they, like we work 12 hour shifts overworked. as a nurse, yeah. overworked, underpaid. You're reaching for the bad choices, you know, when you're at the hospital. Hospital food isn't very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so it's it's weird because here you are taking health advice from somebody who, let's be honest, let's be honest. <laughs> you want to take advice from somebody who looks the way you want to look. You mm -hmm. take you walk into the hospital and there's this overweight doctor telling you about your cholesterol <laughs> or your diabetes. And you're looking at him like, right, right. Did you get your check? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it. it's it's. It's so like disheartening, but at the same time, I'm just one person, but that's one of the reasons I wanted to become a nurse practitioner, but work specifically in the space of like hormone replacement, functional medicine, uh. because when I got into this sport, you know, and on our new team, that's more my area. I do have clients, but I, I want to focus more on that. Um, when I started this sport, one of the things that I was so surprised at were young ladies telling me, yeah, I haven't had my cycle in like two years. What? Right. <laughs> Why? And they're like, oh, you know, just prepping. I'm like, <laughs> I prep as well. I've never lost my cycle once. Right. There has to be something deeper, you know, and then you dig deeper and you find out the protocols that are uh -huh. on. And, you know, it's... I'm not bashing anything, everything within reason, everything within balance, but there are healthy ways to go about things and then there are unhealthy ways. Right. You know? Are we tippy toeing into the supplement conversation here? Well. <laughs> now, I know a lot of people believe, and I've only talked to one top bodybuilder 
um, Ashley, who's Miss Queen Bikini. Um, Housewater? Yeah. She's a machine. She says she's, she's natty. Um, are you natty? And what do you feel about it? It sounds like you're going to say there's a way to do it healthy. There is. Yeah. So I was. Okay. I'll be honest. Um, I always like to be authentic. Um, I do think bodybuilding can be done naturally to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I think if, if you're coming in as an NPC competitor, and I tell all my young athletes this, let's exhaust your natural potential. There's something called newbie gains. Mm. Let's exhaust it mm. before we start dabbling in things. And then I happen to be a conservative person, period. So if we do go into the supplement route, it's always conservatively at first, right? You can always start low and titrate up, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to starting high, and wh- then where are you going to go when yeah. the side effects come? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I always remind clients to each their own. I don't force anybody. I don't push anybody. It's a personal decision. But educate yourself. Mm. Yeah. Know what you're taking. Know the effects of it. Know the virilizing effects, the aromatizing effects. What what have other people who've taken it experienced? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think one of the downfalls of this sport is that people are so hungry yeah. for that win that they almost don't question anything. And that's not just supplements. Even your diet. Yeah. Even the, the diet. Why are you on 800 calories <laughs> for 10 weeks? <laughs> like, like, do you right. know how the body functions? Like, right. how are you retaining the muscle that you have? Right. So I, I'm, I'm literally, I'm such a sarcastic person. No, bring it, bring it, bring it. People need to hear this. Um, but it's like, question. Question things, you know what I mean? Mm, so yeah. I think there's not enough questioning because everybody's just in search of that holy grail. What's going to get me on that O stage? Right. And... What do you think about genetics? Ashley um, uh, said that genetics are really important. You Well, let's talk about genetics. Yeah. Do you remember that one post that I put up? And Which you one? you actually made me start thinking. I literally put up a post where I said, you know, I may not be genetically gifted. And you were one of the first people to comment and say, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> at your age, look at your physique, look at what you've accomplished. Yeah. You have to admit there's a genetic component in there. And I had never thought of myself yeah. as being genetically gifted. Yeah. And I remember turning to my best friend, Ashlyn, and I said, do you think genetics plays a role in it? She goes, are you kidding me? <laughs> you look, you walk around looking shredded and you're on nothing. She's like, of course that's genetics. Right, you know. So right. I actually did this past December tell my mom things. <laughs> for hooking up with that and having me because you know hooking up a girl i have a i have good genetics <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it and shout out to ashlyn yeah we gotta get you on the show yes <laughs> next yes, for real um so yeah it's it's uh it's a tough game because you know another one of my guests said that any sport at the top of any sport the elite level of any sport is usually not healthy whether they're playing through injuries or eating that's not consistent with their physiology supplements 
Um, uh, so you have to do a risk reward and you have to do it smart. You know, these men and women that go from show weight to overweight and back again, why don't you just live, you know, 10 pounds in that zone, which I think I do. do. I do. So it's funny because I've been natty this whole time and we're now starting to have that conversation about supplementation and what it would, the pros and cons, right? We're, we're discussing it. Whereas before it was completely off the table. Um, I also look at people's diet. A Mm. lot of people have that big show and then they don't reverse. Mm. And a proper reverse is so important, underrated, but so important. Right. Right. Um, Outside of uh, of season, I usually don't put on... This is probably the most I've weighed. And yet people are telling me online every day I still look like I'm about to step on the stage. <laughs> I'm like, people, I am 15 pounds overweight. Um, well, not 15, but close enough. You right, know, right. I usually stay within that 10 to 12 range. I'm about 12 pounds overweight, right? Over, over stage show weight. weight. Over yeah. show okay. weight. Yeah. And I think that's a good range to be in, mm. right? Um, once you start going over 15, it start it can start creeping up, creeping away from you, mm-hmm. right? But it's learning to live in balance. Mm. Now, I think I've heard somebody say 80-20, right? Mm, yes. You work out, you do the things you should be doing 80% of the time. So 20% of the time, you enjoy the luxuries. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, it also helps that I think upbringing and your perception of food or relationship, I should say, mm. with food, right? Yeah. I wasn't brought up eating sweets. Mm. I don't like chocolate. I know a lot of you are going to say I'm the devil because I don't like chocolate. Wow. I don't like chocolate. <laughs> okay. At all. Um, <laughs> sweets tend to be too sweet for me because I'm not used to consuming them. So I got like a kid. When I do have like a dessert or something, I'm like bouncing off the walls, bouncing off the walls. And then I'm the first one asleep in the car. Right? <laughs> right? I'm just not used to it. However, I find that like depending on your upbringing and your relationship with food, people tend to think they go from extremes, right? They either overeat or starve themselves. Yeah. And so nobody knows how to manage their weight. Right. They only know the extremes. Oh, well, I overate today, so I'm going to eat a cucumber and three carrots tomorrow. (laughs) Doesn't really balance out, but okay. You know what I mean? So it's balance in all things. Yes, yes. Hey, fitness junkies. This is George Majorano with American Medical Wellness. We are experienced in male and female hormone optimization, peptide therapy, stem cell therapy, and IV therapy. If you're looking to improve your health and wellness, please give us a call, 702-347-7000, or visit our website, AmericanMedicalWellness.com. Tell us about Elevation and when you got into that family. Um, we're, we're, we're in sister gyms on opposite <laughs> sides of the coast. Um, talk to me about that journey and, and your relationship with Lisa and James and that so, whole cool angel. So I um, would frequently go to Elevation Miami Beach okay. when it was open. I've done a, a couple shoots there, you know, um, and they're always so welcoming. Lisa and James were there. I'm sure you know Omar Eduardo, the whole crew. And when I was looking for a gym, initially I joined Powerhouse. I'll be honest. Okay. I joined Powerhouse um, 
But then I found myself always going to elevation for the glute equipment and the, <laughs> the, the vibe. Right. The vibe, right. I'll be honest. So I, of course, joined elevation. I knew Lisa and James from the beach location, the Miami Beach location, and then from shows. And from early on, just like you, James and Lisa just had this admiration and support for me. They just wanted to really see me excel. So after every show and before every show, I would hear from them. How are you feeling going into this show? What are you eating? Send us pictures. What are you like? <laughs> it was, it was to me humbling, but just the love, right? The love, right? right. And it's not just them. Elevation crew is like that. Mm. You get to that gym, and there are people who, out of the blue, like, "Hey, I haven't seen you in a while." <laughs> 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 you know, and right. you start, you realize it's like a family. Yeah. You know, so now it's my home gym. Yeah. I pretty much live there. And um, I just, everybody there is like family. It's, if I if I miss a day, I truly feel like something's void in my day. It's to the point where Ashlyn has told me before, how many days did you work out this week? I'm like, um, <laughs> I think I worked out seven days. <laughs> Well, you build when you rest. So stop. Exactly. She she always reminds me. She's an amazing coach. I mean, she is my coach now. Nice. We talked um, about that. Yeah. So awesome. let's let's take a little look at this young lady in the gym. That's your coach? That's my trainer, James. He kills me. Yeah. 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 Everybody hears me when I'm at elevation. That's the other thing. I can't hide when I'm there. Meaning you oh, oh my gosh. You're that girl. <laughs> I'm that girl. <laughs> I am that girl. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Um I definitely saw you now you just did Olympia, right? I Masters? just did Romania. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And um how'd you do? Please second. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, but before that, mm -hmm. I definitely saw a lot of improvement in your glutes and your backside. Did you like focus on that? Were the judges telling with this dude? Yeah, okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, talk about that body part and and the competition and what you feel you need to do to to get that little Edge. further step. <laughs> so we know that bikinis won from behind. Yes. Right. Um, for a long time when I was with Fit Body Fusion, I was doing pretty much my own workouts, right? Um, once, I would say around Tampa Pro, well, actually earlier than that, in about April of last year, I started really focusing on growing certain areas, right? I went to Ashlyn, she's my best friend, and I said, listen, what do you think I really need to improve? I was working with actually a trainer here, and I 
stopped working with that trainer, sorry, in February. And Ashlyn said, if you ask me, I think you need more lats. You need more glutes, you know, density in your glutes. And I started realizing when she drew it out for me on my body, what my body would look like on a picture. And I was like, let's do it. I got James on board. And that's the areas we started focusing on. Mm. Every show I've, I've either come in where they want my glutes fuller. It's right. so weird. Like I brought in the most full glutes and I, <laughs> and I still got the feedback. We were hoping for fuller glutes. And I'm thinking. <laughs> Should I get implants? What I, do you mean? I've, I've literally been like, I don't know what is going on here. I mean, to be honest, Ben Weeder was the fullest my glutes have ever been. And they said. And my feedback for that show was not actually fuller glutes. Thank okay. goodness. It was, I was a little bit too hard, which I, I thought going into it, I saw some of the girls, they were a little bit, you know, softer right. than me. So Right, right. But every show, it's been two things. Nail the peak, fuller glutes. And I've just been like, I have some really, really full glutes already. Right. But I guess we're going to have to take this international worldwide. Right, right. <laughs> well, you know, I talked to some judges and they just, the the definitely the glutes, especially in bikini and wellness, are just off the chains. Yeah. I don't know where they're going to go or how, where they can go, but I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, but I definitely saw improvement and so I know, and I see how hard you're working yeah. and, uh, it's, it's really challenging and I know how challenging it is as a single guy and, um, with no kids and you have three daughters? I have three beautiful little munchkins. Yeah. And you work and you train people and you coach people. Um, like, how do you put it all together? I get asked that all the time. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. It's a lot of balance. Yeah. It's a lot of organization. And um, so there's pros and cons to it, right? I, I have a very tight schedule. Mm. meaning everything is done at a certain time. That's great when the train runs smoothly. Right. Right? Right. When there's a spoke in the train. (laughs) (laughs) Then it's like, oh, man. You know? Are you the type that can be like, get stopped in your pattern and then go, um, I gotta go? (laughs) Or do you get caught up in the conversation and then that throws off your whole... No, I'm, I'm one of, I'll cut something short. Okay. I'll cut you short. I gotta go. <laughs> so, so it's funny because it's two things that you will not make me late or keep me from. My kids and the gym. We okay. could be having the most important conversation if one of my kids calls me. I am so sorry I have to cut you short, but can we have this conversation later while I'm putting on my shoes going out the house to go get them from where they are. <laughs> um, and it's, I've had people call me right when I'm going to the gym and they're like, hey, so I just, I'm so sorry. I'm just stepping into the gym. I will have to call you back. Right. Your time. That's my time. Yep. yep. I don't play with those two things. Right. Wow. <laughs> and are you, are your kids athletic? And they say you're a superhero. Well, well, depends on what <laughs> you call it, athletic. So, <laughs> so my oldest is 
Yeah, she's athletic. I mean, she's really short. Okay. My eight-year-old's taller than my almost 11-year-old, right? Uh, my oldest is in basketball. Okay. And she likes it. Okay. Um, that's about the extent of it. She's more of a dancer girl. Okay. You know, she likes hip-hop dancing and all of that sort of movement. Okay. My middle daughter is athletic. Okay. She is like the tomboy. She's in taekwondo. She's in basketball. She's, you know, climbing walls at school. Like, right. She is the tomboy. Right. And my youngest is a princess. <laughs> she's just a nugget. She's, I love it. She's love too it. cute. She'll be anything. I love it. Um, so part of my show is kind of, I'm like not just a meathead bodybuilder dude. Um, I know people have lives and they view political views and things of what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to play this little clip and then I want to talk to you about it. Outkick, we stand Riley Gaines. She is a pioneer in the quest to save women's sports. Not only that, the girl just spits facts. The other day she said this and I loved it. Quote, think about it. 1940s, World War II, men lied about their age to get into enlist. Now in 2023, we have men lying about their sex to get into women's sports, women's prisons, domestic shelters, sororities, bathrooms, and locker rooms. And honestly, spot on because right now we are experiencing the reverse. In this country currently, we have a record low number of men who want to enlist in the military. But meanwhile, it seems like day in, day out, we have guys who are identifying as trans athletes who are trying to barge into women's sports as a loophole so that they can actually win at their sport. And not only that, but all of the traits that have been deemed to be masculine are now considered toxic. I don't know. I think toxic masculinity is hot. I think that this country was founded because of strong men. And I think men should be celebrated for wanting to be men, just as women should be celebrated for wanting to be women. We need to get back to our roots before this country turns to absolute trash. <laughs> There's a lot there. There's a lot. There's a lot of unpacking right there. Let's get to it. So, um, I don't have any kids, and but I feel so strongly about young women that are athletic that are having to like dodge the the minefield that's ahead of them. And as you're an athlete all your life, um, is, is this not like crazy town we're in now? So I'm going to speak to this um, from the point of view of having a friend have the conversation with me. One of my best friends of over 30 years, Jeff. Um, he's one of the first couples in Florida to get married to his partner. Um, they fought. They were part of that six couples that fought for the right to marry. And I remember him calling me, asking me to support um, a I think it was like a bill that his husband was going to be trying to push through that would allow um, young transgender males to compete on female teams. And I did not. Mm. I have nothing against transgender people or Never the gay I. community. But I said to him, I have daughters who play sports. And it would rip my heart out. To have my daughter, at that time, my daughter was in gymnastics, uh, like trained so hard to be beat out by somebody who is genetically different and has an advantage. Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah. 
They have a, they have a genetic advantage. Yeah. And so he posed to me, well, what what about bodybuilding? I said, well, first of all, I I don't think we're going to have that issue in my division, bikini. <laughs> but in other divisions, I would stand up for it. You know, there are amazing women in this sport who have worked so hard that I look up to. Francie Ali, Sid Gillen, um, so many of them. And to think that somebody with a genetic advantage, predisposed to having more testosterone and everything else, could strip them of their title. Yeah. It's a touchy subject. I get it's it. So touchy. It's such a touchy subject, but we have to unpack it at some point. Yeah. So my suggestion to him was, I have no problem with transgender people competing. Have their own league. Yep. Yep. Or level it, the playing field. Right. Or don't put their scores against the women's scores. Exactly. You can have the highest score. You can blow everyone out of the pool, but you're not going to take a trophy away from this young, young. girl. That doesn't have your advantages. Trophies, scholarships, opportunities. Olympics. like. <laughs> so, so my thing to him was, why not have a level playing field of them having their own division? Right. No, that's more separating and that's more segregation of the whole thing. Well, I mean, it's going to be that anyway, right? Right, right. So at this point, let's just kind of level the playing field mm. all across the board. But when you put them over into women's categories, now we stand at a disadvantage yeah. for something we fought already hard for <laughs> right. to get on that platform. Come right, on. right. It's crazy. I know. It's a lot. Like I said, it's a lot of unpacking. But yeah. you know, that's that's my viewpoint on it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think that's very um, fair. Yeah. Yeah. And. It's really not fair in my eyes for these young women um, like Riley Gaines and with the, the swimmers. And it, it just, it's just, I feel like something happened in three years ago with COVID and the world tilted on its axis <laughs> and people have lost the plot. It, I don't know where we're going. It's like, I think as a society, things are just becoming so skewed Yeah. that what's normal, there's no normal anymore. Let's right. put it that way. Right. It's, it's just upside down. Right. Yeah. All around. Yeah. Um, and then the next part <laughs> of that was uh, men. Yeah. And this whole masculinity and toxic yeah. masculinity. You want to get me started on that? <laughs> Single, by the way. I am. I am single, but I, I. Listen, I think that we do have a different set of men right now in society, right? Masculinity has changed. I'm not saying, don't get on me. I know femininity has changed. I know what you guys are going to say. Masculinity has changed in that um, now things that, She's right. Certain things are looked at as, as toxic. I'll I'll speak from who I am. Mm -hmm. I like a traditional man. Mm -hmm. And when I say I like a provider, protector, please don't get on me. I'm not looking at your bank account, sweetheart. I pay for everything I have. I can take care of myself. A provider provides safety. Mm -hmm. He provides peace. Yes, he provides financially. But he looks after his home. 
Mm. Right? My job as the woman is to take care of the home in the home, be the nurturer, the supporter, the carer, the lover. I am that soft spot. He is the shield. Mm. Right? Right. He is the protector, the provider. He is the shield. Right. So, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh my God, that's so archaic. That's how I think. Yeah. I've always been a traditional woman. That's okay. Right? To each their own. Now, I know there's this whole thing of there's so many women and they want to be the boss babe and the independent woman. An independent woman still needs a soft place to land. Mm. Right? Yeah. And it's it's a team effort because he's providing and protecting and I am supporting and I'm nurturing. So it's the yin and the yang, the masculine and the feminine. But a lot of that is being lost in today's society because now men being leaders, let's face it, you don't want a soft man. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) War breaks out, you want a real man. So, (laughs) But, you know, there's so many, I think, it's lost on both sides, right? Because I do think we are in a society of men being coddled my mom. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, you're the best. You're yeah. gonna, you're gonna meet a nice girl, and you know, <laughs> and we have a lot of women who are taking the independent thing to the extreme, right? Yeah. So you can be independent. You can stand your ground. You can be that boss babe, and still cater to your man and be submissive, not submissive like a slave. That's right. not what is meant to be submissive. Mm-hmm. But when you really find a man who is in his masculine energy and he leads and you feel safe and you feel protected and you can trust him. Oh, watch that woman fall into her feminine energy real fast. You know, there's nothing more appealing than that. So it's like, I think a lot is being lost because people are taking submission as like a totally different thing than, than what it's meant to be. You know, it's just, it's all over the place. Yeah, it's so crazy. But that's my standpoint with right. masculinity. I do think masculinity has changed and is looked frowned upon. Yeah. You know, um, and I think we need to change that, right? We want our men to be strong men. Right. God forbid something happens even worse than a pandemic. Right. You want, we want our men to be strong men. We want them to be providers and protectors and be that shield out there. Right. We can't label that as toxic. Right. And and so, but I think also the word toxic masculinity, um, it it's not that you want a man that's, you know, going to come home and not want to talk to you and, <laughs> and I need my space and, and, or, 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 you know, like, um, you know, you can't, it's just like the, the, the stereotypical part of toxic masculinity is not what you're saying you want. Right. Like you're saying you defined it very clearly, um, you know, leadership. Um, uh, but you also want a man that can have deep conversations Absolutely. and and have be in touch with his feminine side, but lead with his masculine side. Absolutely. So, now, that's what a real masculine is, right? Somebody who's yeah. in their masculine energy is able to go outside and lead and be that shield. But when he comes home, he can be vulnerable with his partner. Yeah. He can yeah. communicate with her. Yeah. He can provide for her needs beyond the financial, yeah. the emotional, you know, the intimacy, the everything. Yeah. 
But I think everybody's looking at masculinity as this word that's almost akin to narcissism. Right. And the two are not the same. Right. We need to separate that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not the so, same. So true. So true. Um, so let's get a little bit back to a day in the life of you. And, um, you know, Natty with the body like that is crazy. <laughs> I'm even more impressed. So what the hell are you eating? What's your sleep like? Turkey and rice. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, like, what's a typical day look like for you? Um, typical, Food and sleep. And... Typical day, I... How many hours of sleep do you get? Start I yet. try to start with seven hours of okay. sleep. I try. It's been a little bit less now that I have more clients and I'm, you know, busier. doing all the busier. <laughs> I, wor I sleep usually about six hours. Okay. Um, so I try to be up by at least seven, eight o'clock. Before okay. I used to wake up at five. Not anymore. Um sleeping in these days <laughs> um so i wake up at about seven eight o'clock my first meal is at nine um yeah. you know if if my kids have school or something i take them to school and i usually have my meal in the car believe it or not so it's a very plain it's really boring i i literally <laughs> have coffee with egg whites in it and cream of rice that's breakfast that's breakfast okay um whether i'm on prep or not on prep Creature habit. <laughs> um, so meal one is at nine. Meal two is at 12, which is usually um, jasmine rice and protein. Uh, it's usually turkey. Okay. 99% lean. But now we're in off season. Trust me, it's not. It's 93%. <laughs> we're living dangerously. Splurging. I'm splurging. <laughs> I'm having all of the fats. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's meal two. That's at 12. I see James at one at the gym. He kicks my butt. Uh, meal three is at 3 p.m. Same thing. Jasmine rice, turkey. Okay. I told him I'm a creature of habit. Meal four, six o'clock. Same thing. Same okay. thing again. Okay. And meal five, nine o'clock. Damn, yeah. I thought I was a creature of habit. Creature wow. Of creature of habit. And when you say the same thing, like... Jasmine rice and turkey. Like a cup of jasmine rice. It's usually uh, one... Well, it depends on how much carbs she has me on, right? Okay. So right now it's usually about 150 grams of sticky Asian rice. Okay. And um, usually four ounces of turkey. Okay. Yeah. And... At all four of those meals. Liquids? <laughs> water? Water. Okay. I usually don't drink anything but water. Yeah. I, I I've been drinking so much water that I don't I don't have a taste for anything but water. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then cardio. Do you do cardio? Right now I'm doing 20 minutes of cardio four days a week. Okay. I do have bad habits though. It's not candy or sugar. It it well it kind of is. Oh, so now you're kind of so there's this getting thing. Hooked? <laughs> so there's this getting the drugs. <laughs> The other white drug. <laughs> so there's this thing from Trader Joe's. Anybody that's following me knows. It's called Chili Spiced Pineapple. Okay. I wish I had brought it because I would make you eat it. <laughs> just, just so I could see your reaction. Right. That's like my weakness. Okay. You know people get weak for chocolate? That's my weakness. Okay. You like dangle that in front of me. It's like, okay, daddy, you could get whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then, of course, after every show or my splurge, 
meal is beef pho. That's another thing. If you follow me, you'd know. Okay. But outside of those two things, like, I mean, once I got here last night, I was upset looking for beef pho. No, couldn't find it. Couldn't, it everywhere was closed. Uh, yeah, you think the city would be open all night. I, I don't like, understand that. Yeah, what's going on? The city that never sleeps. Yeah. Yet everything yeah. was closed. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> hate it. It's false, false advertising. Um, do you time your little treats, like, post-workout or do you are you thinking it that way or just it calls and you get it doesn't matter it you know it just calls me that's it <laughs> there's just days when i'll get out of the gym and i'm like i need some chili spice pineapple <laughs> today is a chili spice pineapple day okay you know it's so um, interesting and beef uh, i i'm i don't have it that much i would have it after when i'm in season i have it after each show like on a sunday but um, I know that when I have it, I gain six to eight pounds sodium. Wow. Um, so if I know that I have a show coming up too soon after, I don't, I won't have it. And I did like nine shows last year. So wow. I didn't get to have it a lot. Wow. Yeah. Um, so talk about your support team. Um, I just keep seeing you with new sponsors and new sponsors. <laughs> Give them a shout out. Oh, my gosh. My amazing, my very first sponsor, Shoe Fairy, Alexa Stimp. Thank you so much for believing in me from day one. Um, Protan is another sponsor who just renewed me for another year. I Elise Weisbaum, that. I love her. Um, New Ethics Formulations is another sponsor. Squeeze Me Skinny, the waist trainers that I wear mm -hmm. all the time in mm -hmm. every single workout. <laughs> um, so that's it. I don't think I left anybody out. <laughs> and then your team, your coach. Oh, Team Alpha Aesthetics. My two sweethearts on either side of me, my best friend Ashlyn and my other best friend Jody Yonker. Okay. Um, where would I be without them, honestly? It's right. been an amazing ride starting the team. We've always had the same way of thinking, especially about this sport. We each want to empower women. Um, and so forming the team was a no-brainer. Mm, yeah. Nice. And what's your 2024? What are what are some of the... Toxic. Toxic angels. How could I forget Mary and Margaret? <laughs> who make me look so alluring every time I step on stage in my suit. Okay. <laughs> Good. You got them. You didn't want that call I or know. that text or that email. Oh. Um, 2024, what are, what are some of your milestone goals? What are you, what are you crushing this year? I want to make it to the Olympia. Okay. And what does that require? For me to dig deep. Ooh. For me to dig deep. Um, okay. many people don't know this as hard as you see me working there. I know that I've not, I'm not giving a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Jody tells me all the time too. She's like, "Can you imagine if you were really, like, really, really focused?" Have you read da David Goggins' book? Oh yes, my <laughs> ex-husband gave it to me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, talk about a hundred percent. I know. <sighs> so I, I um, this year I want to try that, going literally all in. You know, last year, yeah, I gave. I would say I gave. 95%. Okay. 90 to 95%. Okay. I could have really buckled in and given a full 100%. And I can't say that anything was stopping me. Maybe I can, you know. Right. Just, you know, at times you you do have these moments where you're like, 
it's predetermined or you know you're not gonna you're not right. gonna make the impact that you want to right right but now this year no okay. we're on full blast this year okay i want to take it all the way um what are you targeting your first show we haven't picked a show okay so yeah. ashlyn's been very um adamant that she wants me to take a long off season mm. i did a lot of shows last year she's like i want you to really take an off season and relax enjoy your family grow we're trying to grow my lats and my glutes mm -hmm. um but yeah it's yeah. not a matter of, you know, getting my cycle back. I know people are like, what's wrong? Why are you starting late this year? Is it your cycle? No, <laughs> no, I don't have those issues. Right, no. right. You know, it's it's literally that she wants me to rest, my body to rest. And even now, you know, it's funny. I, I, I texted James today and I was like, can I do glutes today? And he's like, absolutely not. <laughs> not till tomorrow. You know, um, I go through these periods of pushing myself like a machine and then pulling back. Mm. And this year I don't want to have the pullback portions anymore. Right. I just want to attack it and go. Okay. So after this trip, after, <laughs> after the birthday trip. <laughs> so then when you come back for Olympia yes. this year, yes. You're going to come back on the show. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. This is too much fun. Awesome. And I'll try to drag Ashlyn with me. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, wow, this was great. Thank you. You're so easy to talk with. Thank you. You're a natural over there. I'm sure you'd be good in this seat as well. Yeah, anything you do, right? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I told you I'm on all or nothing, girl. Nice, nice. Well, again, thank you so much for thank making you. this stop during your birthday trip in yes. Vegas. Um, and we'll see you soon in October, right? Yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> All right, FitFam, this was a great one. Make sure you share this with your friends that need to hear it. Write a review. And until next time, FitFam, I'm out. Bye. <laughs>